morning. Then he concludes verse number eight with saying, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Before you can have a good life, you must acknowledge that it's God that's good. He says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So if the Lord is good, and since the Lord is good, then the Lord can tell us how to have a good life. Because he's good. Look at your neighbor and say, because God is good. God can teach us how to have a good life. I know that many of you are probably looking at me, Brother Strange, because you know the scripture that says in this world you're going to have tribulation. I know that you read the scripture that says man that's born of a woman, Minister Leanne is of a few days and they're full of trouble. Yes, all of that is so true. But in the midst of all of our problems, in the midst of all of our struggles, even in the midst of all of our pain, even in the midst of all that we go through, it is possible still to have a good life. Even in the midst of being sick sometimes, in the midst of having to go through various financial struggles, in the midst of having to go through illness, come on, having to go through family problems, relationship issues, financial problems, it is still possible in God to have a good life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The, the, the psalmist put it best when he says, the songwriter says, uh, when I think things over, Huh? Well, when I look back and I think things over, all of my good days outweigh my bad days, and I won't complain. The boss says, whatever state I find myself in, that would be content. Can I help five of y'all and tell you, no matter what we're going through, we have to be honest about it and say we have more well days than we do sick days. Come on here, when we have more days where our food digests than we have days where we have indigestion. Amen. Amen. Come on here, no matter how you look at life, come on here, God reprieves to us that he is good. Yes. He is very good. Yes. He is great. He is awesome. He is magnificent. God is good. And so the Lord says, because I'm good, I can teach you how to have a good life. Now let me inform five of y'all and tell you, you would never have a good life without God. Without God, all you have is temporary happiness. You never have true joy. Because happiness is predicated on happening. Happiness is predicated on things and what's going on. Come on here. But joy comes directly from the Lord. And it is in a having a relationship with the Lord that the Lord says in the midst of life's problems, you can still have joy. And the Lord says, I'll make it good. Come on, look at your name and say, regardless of what you're going through, the Lord can make it good. I don't know who I'm preaching to. I guess I'm talking to myself. Come on, I need to encourage you today and tell you whatever you're going through, uh, the Lord can make it good. Yes, 
All things work together for the good. Look at your neighbor and say, the God can turn it around and make it good. The Lord can take the worst of the worst, the worst of the worst, the baddest of the baddest, and turn around and bring some good out of it. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but the Lord wanted me to prophesy in this house to tell you that you're on the way for a turnaround for something so much better than what you have right now. Because the Lord is good. And I'm going to help you and tell you, not only is the Lord good, don't look at the Lord turn around, the Lord is looking out for you. The Lord, come on, look at your neighbor and say, the Lord is looking out for you. Yeah, that, that was the wrong neighbor. Tell yourself, say, say, the Lord is looking out for me. The Lord is looking out for me. Matter of fact, the Lord is working things out for me. The Lord is working behind the scenes. Because of Lillian, the Lord is working behind the scenes, Latoya. And he's working stuff out for you. And you don't see it right now. Because the Lord is trying to build a trust in you. You don't see it right now because the Lord is trying to get you to trust him on see nothing days. The Lord is trying to see where you praise him while you're going through this. He's turning around for your good. God is good. He can tell us what's good. He can show us what's good. He's working on our behalf. He's working it out for us. He's, he's, he's doing it in our favor. And so I need you to change your demeanor. I need you to change your attitude about things that you're going through and say, God is going to work this out for my good. So today, so today, because God is good, I want to give you what David says is a prescription for having a good life. First thing I want to tell you is this. Life is full of choices. Decisions. I'm by myself. Decisions. Decisions. Are part of life. Being Indecisive uh, is a decision. Being indecisive says I'm not going left, I'm not going right, I'm deciding to stay here. To be indecisive means I'm deciding not to move. That's a decision. <laughs> that's a decision. So, so there's no way you can get around making what? Decisions. And every decision carries with it uh, consequences. Every decision carries with it something is going to happen as a result of that decision. 
I don't care what decision is, something is going to happen predicated on what you decide and how you carry out the decision that you make. So, good life is possible, but you're going to have to make some wise decisions. You're going to have to make decisions that coincide with what the word of God says brings about a good life. Amen. The first thing David says in this text, David poses a question and he says, what man is he that desireth life, loveth many days, and will see good? He says the first decision is do you want a good life? Do you want to see good? Can I teach today? Yes. Do you want longevity? Do you want a many days? Do you desire life? A long, good life. Theologian suggests he poses that as a question because until you answer that question, you become stagnant. You don't move. You just accept whatever. If you don't want a good life, you will never pursue it. Amen. When I'm preaching a motivational sermon today. You never desire a good life. You'll never have a good life. Say that. You can't want it for a person more than they want it for themselves. There are some people that honestly do not desire a good life. They don't desire anything better. They don't desire longevity, don't desire good. And so the psalmist says, what man is it? Who, what is, who is the person that desires this? What man, what woman, what boy, what girl desires a good, long life? You have to answer that. And once you answer that in the affirmative, understand. Once you answer that, share it in the affirmative. I want a long, good life. That I want long, good life. Then the Lord says, "Let me tell you what you got to do on your behalf." It has nothing to do with the fact that God not being good. We know that God is good. We know that God is going to give you good life. It is His desire to give you good life. But what does God require from you? What, what, what do you got to do? 
But what do you have to do to, to obtain what the Lord has for you that you say you want? How many of y'all want a good life? All right, hey, that's everybody. I got it unanimous. Here we go. This is what he says you got to do. He says, if you want a good life, this is what you got to do. You're going to have to keep your tongue from evil. I'm not preaching no hooping sermon today. So don't, don't look for that. He says, if you want a good life, you got to keep your tongue from evil. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile or speaking deceit or speaking lies and speaking things that are not wholesome. Well, Pastor, what we going to do? Because we all done messed up with our mouth. You're going to repent. You're going to ask God to forgive you. And then you're going to do better because you can't take back what, you, what you've already said, but you don't have to keep saying it. You can't take back the evil that you've already spoken, but you don't have to keep talking evil. You, you, you can change how you use your mouth. You can change how you use your tongue. Now this may not taste good, but it'll be good for your spirit if you want a good life. If you used to lie, you can stop lying. If you use a cuss like a sailor, you you can't. Yeah, you can. I I I just I used to just cuss all the time, and and whatever came up, no 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 no, just because you used to say everything that come to your head, you can stop saying everything. You can. If you used to gossip. And you used to hang around people and sit around people that gossip. You can stop sitting around them. I'm going to help five of y'all if I don't help all of y'all. You can even move from buying people that gossip in church. Don't sit by them. Somebody always talking in church, trying to give you chewing gum and peanuts and pecans and stuff. Why is church going on? Just move away from them. You, you're in church, you're trying to get into the spirit, and somebody talking to you about what somebody got on and talking about how they don't like what Pastor said. Baby, just don't hold up no finger. Just get up and move. Uh, 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some holy boldness today. And if they have their doesn't let you while you move, tell them they were just striking you. I cannot hear what the word says with them talking. Come on here. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to keep my tongue from evil. I'm trying to keep my lips from speaking down because I want a good life. And, and, and if I keep talking to you, come on here, that's going to hinder me from having a good life. Y'all got quiet now. We ain't going to just teach it. If you want a good life, then I would say keep your tongue. Many of you all can't keep your tongue because of the company that you keep. Amen. Certain people provoke you to say certain things. There's some people that the, uh, the devil have uh, orchestrated in your life coming that's around you, they provoke you to get mad. And once you get mad, then they provoke you to cuss. That they provoke you to get out of character. <laughs> and so because I want a good life, I want to keep my tongue from God and keep my lips from speaking evil, I need to what? Number 14 says, if I want a good life, I got to learn how to depart from evil. Depart from evil. Lead me not into temptation. Get away from evil. Depart from evil workers. Paul said, beware dogs. Come on here. Get away from snakes. The same way y'all run from snakes in your yard, run from them two-legged snakes. Depart from evil. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil is not no man in no red suit with no pitchfork. The devil is in these folks. Depart from evil if you want a good life. And I depart from evil people. Depart from evil in yourself. You need to bring yourself in the check. When yourself's thinking evil, stop thinking that. When you're thinking about how you want to be with somebody else's wife and somebody else's husband, get that out your head. When the devil got them evil thoughts in your head, thinking somebody wants your husband, get that out your head. I ain't nobody looking at your husband. You don't even want him half the time. Nobody in church with me that's on. Depart from evil. Y'all ain't nobody in here but me. Depart from evil. Any of y'all single ladies looking at the pastor, stop looking. I ain't looking. Depart from evil. Depart from evil. Get that stuff out of your head. You're going to have a good life. You got to control what you're thinking about. 
you got to cast out every thought. Every imagination. Ain't nobody in this house but me. This all right. I know I'm getting all kind of likes on Facebook right now. Somebody already put me in the edge of a packed bachelor list. All kind of smiley faces coming on Facebook right now. Thumbs up. And I think he'll be a good one. Yeah. Stop looking. Come on, put us. Go on and put us a sad face. Stop looking. Stop looking. He ain't looking. That depart from evil. You you want to want a good life. The point for evil means something you need to nip in the bud. It's better to start out straight than to try to straighten up down the road. You look at your name and say, start out straight, so you don't have, you don't have to try to get on the right road later on, baby. If you're in a relationship, don't accept from the start. We ain't doing that sex stuff because we ain't married. Ain't nobody in here but bastard, but it's okay. I'm trying to give y'all a good life. I think when, when you start having sex with people, then you start feeling some kind of way. Amen. 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 Uh, Come on here. Then you see, then, then you feel like they, you feel like they, like they, 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 they belong to you and all that kind of stuff. And then you start staying up at night and worrying about why they ain't called you. A whole lot of us done got in a whole lot of mess because we started dating folks. Come on, fell in love with them and now you ain't got no peace. Y'all yeah, ain't nobody talking to me. It's the truth. Depart from evil. If you want to have a good life, you got to learn how to depart from stressful situations. And nobody in this church be coming to come and walk with me. If you want a good life, depart from the evil of stress. Stress kills. Stress give your heart a tight. Stress give you stroke. Stop stressing. Cast all your cares upon the Lord. Stop stressing. Stop letting people stress you. And stop stressing things that's none of your business. You stressed out about things that don't even concern you. Don't got quiet now. Brother Joe talking to me. Thank you, Brother Joe. You could have a whole lot, a whole much better life if you would stop worrying yourself with things that is none of your business. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus. 
<laughs> y'all leave Joe alone. Joe check. Y'all witness Joe. That's right. <laughs> you can, chain the things that you can, and Lord, give me what? The wisdom to know the difference. And most things that you worry about, don't even give the credence or should be worried about because it's out of your hand. What you gonna do? Worry is a sin. Worry steals from you the joy of today. Worrying about how you gonna pay this bill. Worrying about what you gonna do about this. Worrying about what you gonna do about that. People, that's evil work. That's wickedness. Take no thought, Jesus said, for tomorrow. Sufficient is the day for the trouble thereof. Take it one day at a time. Depart from evil. Depart from stress. How many of y'all want to have a good life? He said, if you want to have a good life, I don't even depart from evil. Keep your tongue from evil, but you got to learn how to do good. Do good. Do what's right. Then he says, seek what? Peace. Go after peace. Then he says, you got to learn how to be righteous. Suing this peace, doing good. You're going to have to have a desire and a hunger for righteousness. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. And his ears are open unto their cry. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. You got to learn to do what is right. Hallelujah. Amen. You want a good life. You got to cut out all this raggedy living. Nobody in here but me. I'm finna, I'm finna, I'm finna bring this home and, and we go into Sunday school. You want a good life. You're going to have to decide to do what's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. I believe. All the things that I talked about, I believe doing right puts the acid on the cake. When you do right, God can trust you with a good life. Because you got the right heart. 
minister Lee, you got the right spirit. You have this desire to do what's right. And because God is good and God is right, then God can trust you with good. I know he let it, yeah, the Bible says he let it rain on the just as well as the undressed, and he takes care of the unrighteous, all of that good stuff. But I'm talking about the good life, the life of favor, is a life predicated on you doing what's right. Do right by people. going to be a lot of situations where other people are not going to do right. Can, can I grow the church today? There's going to be a lot of situations where other people are not going to do right. There's going to be a lot of situations you're going to be confronted with in your life where other people had the opportunity to do right and they're not going to do it. There's going to be situations in your family where people in the family have the opportunity to do right and what's going to happen? They, they're not going to do it. Come on. I, I, I got to grow y'all today. Come on, we're, we're a mature church. Listen. Other people are not going, many of them, are not going to do what is right. It is not. Now you 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 got to you got to get you got to put your grown folks shoes on your grown folks clothes. That's gonna you just got to accept this. And I, and I cannot I cannot I cannot preach half-hearted gospel. I got to preach it to you straight. In life, you're going to meet many people. They just not going to do right. They're going to be people on your job. They're not, they not going to do right. They're just not going to do it. And so you got to get over that. Right. That's it. You just yeah, yeah it's made of hard stuff. I hear you. Oh, I hear you. Mm -hmm. You got to, you got to just got to gird up and say, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. They, they, they not gonna do right. Amen. Huh? They don't desire good life. They not gonna do right. They not gonna do right by themselves, and they not gonna do right by you. They not. They don't desire good life. They don't desire to see good. They don't, they just not their desire. They are not going to do what is right. That was a very hard lesson for me. That was a very low place in my life because I believe people had the same mentality that I had and I believe that if I do good by people, they was going to do good by me. I, 
I really thought, I, I just did, did I, I, I had a hard time grasping this, that people in the family would be manipulative. That people in, in your blood family, your relatives, would do things and go out and try to hurt other people in the family. I, I had to, because it, it, it took me some time. I just couldn't, that just that bothered me, minister. I was just like, my God. I, I just don't believe a person would do their mama like this. I just don't believe that would do they. I just uh, uh, really? And I kept praying, I kept praying to Shane that I had, I had to just get it in my head. The Lord had to deal with me. There are some people that will use anybody. Amen. And there are some people, I don't care who they are, there are some people that will even use their children. That there are some people, there are some people that's not going to do right by their children. They ain't gonna do it. That's right. Ooh, Lord, Jesus. That there's some people that's not gonna do right by their siblings. That's right. Go they're not. They're not gonna do it. That's right. They ain't gonna do it. And you got to stop crying about what they not. You got to do it. Yeah, that's it. Come on. Go on and let your heart break. Yes, but after the heart break, realize it is what it is. That's right. Not going to do good. Not going to do right. They not going to do it. They're going to be some sisters and brothers. They just ain't going to get along. And some people that are just going to be selfish. Amen. I'm going to deliver you by way of the word of God. Some people are going to be selfish. And some people are going to be hateful. Some people that's gonna just be mean. And they are going to be people that are going to be envious and jealous of you. They are gonna be envious. And jealous of you. People are going to be envious of you because you get up and go to work. People are going to be envious and jealous of you because you have a relationship with the Lord. Because you're trying to come to church, trying to get yourself together. Then they're going to be envious. Then they're going to be people that are going to be You got to get over it. The reason I'm telling you this because the Lord wants me to tell you this. Everything I'm telling you about what you will encounter with other people will prevent you from having a good life if you internalize it. They have you believing negative things about yourself. 
which will come to the lizard and will steal your joy and will rob you of having a good life because you will start internalizing the negativity that they bring in your life. And so if you want a good life, you got to get over the thoughts and opinions of people and how they feel about you and what they say about you. And you definitely got to get over how they behave in their life. You are only accountable and responsible for your own actions. Your own thoughts and your own behavior. You are not responsible for the hell that resides in them and how they raise hell and how they keep up mess and how they always stirring up something. You are not responsible for them. Your witness is in heaven and your record is on high. Get over people. It's the only way you can have a good life. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I got to tell you, if you want a good life, you got to get over folks. Because most of the people that you encounter in this world don't want you happy. They want you broke, want you disgusted. They don't care if you die. They don't care if you are depressed. They don't even care if you commit suicide. They are just want what they want, and they really don't care too much about you. That is, it ain't nothing but. They don't want you to have no good relationship. They don't want you to have no good marriage. They don't want you to have a good relationship with your children. There are people that plot up to try to mess you up. They plot your downfall. Now this may be a little uh, uncooked sermon today. It may be a little off the couch, baby. But I got to help y'all the way the Lord told me to help you. Many of you all's lives would be so much better if you would cancel some people. There are so many people that I have left in the hands of the Lord. But the body, I got a list of folks that I put them in the Lord's hand. Because they was destroying my peace. They was robbing me of me having the life that God wanted me to have. They was taking from me what God said. He said, I want to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. And all they was in my life was to take withdrawals out of my life. There are people, only two types of people in this world that you and me. People that make deposits in your life and people that take withdrawals. And you got to decide, I am not going to let you bankrupt my spirit. Not only am I not going to let you bankrupt my spirit, I'm not going to let you bankrupt my bank account. 
I don't care what you feel about me. I don't care how you feel about me and how you think I got and you think I ought to give you that. No, get up and go to work. I am not your money tree. Nobody in here but me today, but it's okay. The Lord wants you to have a good life, and you ain't never going to have a good life, and all you're doing is taking, taking from what God has given you and give it to people that don't care nothing about you. You done got quiet now. Anytime you give, you ought to be directed by the Holy Spirit. Not directed because you love the person. I still look, I ain't gonna give you no money. <laughs> and I got quiet now. And, 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 and that is not saying that I don't give people. I don't, I don't share with people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, come on here. I give when the Lord says give. When there's a need for me to give. Come on here. When I'm directed by the Holy Spirit to give. But just because somebody trying to make me feel guilty about giving. Baby, you ain't going to never get that. You know what I'm Well, I thought you was a better Christian than that. And I thought that I felt like because you know you got the money. You don't know what I got. And it ain't none of your business what I got. And I want to know why you're trying to calculate on what I got anyway. You must have hacked my account. That means you're a criminal. You got some kind of cyber net that you can look into my account and know what I got. You know so much about what I got, then why don't you pay some of these bills I got? Pull that credit report. Oh, they want to look at Mother Brian's assets. They don't want to look at the liabilities. Come on, look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. I'm not selfish. I'm just trying to handle my business. Trying to pay my own bills. Trying to take care of what I got to take care of. Amen. Tell him, say, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I care about you. Huh? I care about you. Come on here. But, but I can't pay your light bill and mine, do. Ain't nobody in here but me. It's okay if y'all got that. Maybe y'all got that kind of faith. Somebody got to be in the dark. Somebody got to be in the dark. The kind of faith I have, come on here, is I'm going to take care of my bills. And then, then, then I'm going to tell you how to take care of yours. Ain't nobody talking to me. Uh, ain't nobody talking to me. I'm finna help five of y'all. I'm finna grow y'all up. Cut out people making you feel guilty about their habits. Ain't nobody in here. 
Come on here, come on. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. There's a deal between a want and a need. Y'all ain't having me up in here. And if you need your light be afraid, come on here. You ain't got to buy no cigarette. You ain't got to buy no liquor. You ain't got to buy no blunt. You ain't got to buy nothing. You got to go to Georgia Power. Well, child, I done spent all my money on oh, my, oh, you know, child, I got this here habit. I, I just came breaking. Well, sit in the dark. I, I, if you sit in the dark long enough, I think the habit will go away. I think the dog, come on here, come on here, sit up in that hot house with a church fan. I think that'll help you get delivered from some of your habits. To learn this in my life. I had to learn how to analyze. Yeah. I had to analyze the person that's always broke. Nobody here but me. If you want to have a good life, you better analyze all these always looking for a handout. Come on, look at your neighbors and analyze them, baby. Come on here, tell them the preacher told me to analyze you, baby. Analyze. 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 I ain't scared of you. I mean, I'm looking. Hey, 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 You probably ain't got because you're robbing God, first off. Probably ain't got. Second reason is because you don't never sow, you don't never give. You don't never share. You don't never try to give them ourselves. So the Lord ain't got nothing to come. Probably don't have because you so focused on your desires and have put those wants over your needs. You don't have because you want somebody else to take care of your needs while you spend all your money on your wants. Oh, they got quiet now. Amen. It ain't nothing but the truth. That's, what That's, what That's it. Truth will free you up. Truth will free you up. Truth will give you a good life if you want it. Get wisdom. Get knowledge. Yes. And in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Understanding. You want a good life? Bring the same pleasure for you. Stop buying things you can't afford. And nobody in here. Nobody came to church with me today. Where was in the closet? And leave that in the stove, in the stove, if you can't fold it. 
Leave it alone. We kill it ourselves because we give it our money away in interest. That's it. Amen. Put all that stuff on a credit card mm -hmm. and they just eating you up. The interest just eating you up 22, 29%. You couldn't afford it. Leave it alone. Let it go. You don't even have to have that. You don't got quiet. Really? You don't. You don't even have to have all that stuff. Eat what you can afford to eat. Chicken and rice will fill you up every day. Yes. Grits will fill you up any day. Grits will fill you up morning, noon, and night. Ain't nobody here but me. Come on here. I discovered something. Huh? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich is gourmet. Baby, don't let me get me some good peanut butter and some jelly and slap it on that bread. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. It's delicious. <laughs> we ate some yesterday. Don't mess around and get you a peanut butter jelly sandwich and get you some Doritos. Oh, you done messed up, Jack. You done messed up, Jack. Yeah, Pastor. You done messed up, man. And the Lord bless you with some Kool Aid. Yes, sir. Well, I make me a nice peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some Doritos. Baby, put it on me a nice china plate. Uh -huh. Have it laid out, Counselor. Have it laid out. That's it. And just as happy. And my bills paid. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yeah, y'all ain't talking to me. If you want a good life, you got to make some right decisions. Yes. Everybody stand on your feet in this place. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this day. This day that you have made, God. And we're going to rejoice. And we're going to be glad in it. Thank you, Lord God. Have your way now in the hearts and the minds of your people. Thank you, God, for the prescription for a good life. Bless us now in our going out, blessing our coming in. God, will us in the hollow of your hand. Make us ever mindful of your will and your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come on.